Hi, everyone. This is Kimberly. And this is Katie. And you're listening to A Date with Dateline. We just recorded a very long morning announcements that Katie is now putting in a separate addendum because I it am. was so long and people like we just get to the episode. It's so over this, nine minutes. Well, yeah, I'm a chatty Kathy today. Oh, boy. Our friends from the Fall Line podcast are on this documentary on oxygen about the missing Millbrook twins. I just watched it. I cried. Like I wept. Oh, it's that's so amazing. It's a, their whole first season is about this case and they got it recognized so that the police are involved and Oxygen did a whole thing on it. It's so good. That's great. It's very frustrating. It's very just but they're on the show. I mean, it's great that they're on it. Not great. The case. They got credit for bringing up the case. It's not like wow. they took, you know, like they really pointed out that they're the reason that the impetus started for all this. It's hey, really awesome. Good for you yeah. guys. Okay. Uh, this episode is called The Ultimatum. And, oh, can I say something else? This is going to no. sound like a morning announcement. What? On Dateline's social media, like hundreds and hundreds of people complain about the repeats and say, why is this a repeat? Why are there so many repeats more than other shows? And I get so protective of Dateline because... A, they have new episodes year freaking round. They don't take the summer off like other shows. They take yeah. one week off on Thanksgiving and air a repeat, and you're pissed about that? And also, okay, every show mostly show repeats in the holiday season. Of course they do, because there's specials on TV, like Christmas and holiday specials. And also, Dateline is an unbelievable amount of research from a team. You are yeah. shooting in different locations. Like, the mm -hmm. amount of work that go into the Dateline episodes is, you're not on a set. It's no. not like that. They take months and months to prepare. Also, Susan Nall and everyone on the social media team that responds so politely when people say, is this a repeat? And they have to say, Saturdays are always repeats thousands of times every week saturdays are always repeats oh my we know this why are you mad can they do a pinned comment at the top are you allowed to that's do that? what they if they do sometimes they're very cheeky about it good before you say anything saturdays are always repeats um i just had a really good idea for what to send them for the holidays a cross stitch that says saturdays are always repeats oh we could do a cross stitch i was trying to not cause you work i was more thinking like a t-shirt or a mug yeah, that's funny. Or just like a black, like a black sweatshirt that just says Saturdays are always repeats with block letters. And then the back just says Dateline NBC. <laughs> I love it. Yes. And I'm also going to cross stitch. And you're also, okay, never mind then. No t-shirt. No, I want the t-shirts too. So they can put it up in the office and wear them. Okay. Where Sounds do we get t-shirts made? Are you serious? Redbubble. There we get Or Zazzle. Or Zazzle, the where we where have we our merch. Yeah, by the way, heads up, everyone, we have merch if you guys want a uh, Date with Dateline merch. I don't know why you might. I don't know. But you know what? Maybe you do. But we had an amazing graphic designer help us with all of the stuff for it. Yeah, and Sarah de Blasio. Sarah we love you. Kills it. Yeah, she she's awesome. Anyways, enough of our plug. Tell me about the ultimatum, which is not the kind of ultimatum that I thought we were going to be dealing with. I will tell you that right now. I was really surprised when we find out what the ultimatum actually is. Very surprising. Yeah. And I had seen this episode before and I was surprised. What did you think it was? Can you say it now? No, I'm going to say it. I'll say it at the end. Okay. So, um, oh, people always ask where they can find the episodes. This is just like a, just a crap load of information. 
we always post the episodes when it's an old episode on our social media. We post the link to where you can watch it. We don't cover episodes that are not online. Also, you can always just, I feel like in a bag of wieners, but just Google it. You just Google Dateline and the name of the episode and all the links come up right away. So I'm not trying to be a jerk, but it's very easy to find the links. Before anything, I'm going to tell you how I watch it, which is this particular episode is on the Dateline NBC app. Yeah. So this one is currently when you go to the Dateline NBC app or homepage, this is in their current lineup. This isn't an old one that you're watching through YouTube. This is on Dateline NBC right now. We try to make it easy. Because it was just on a couple Saturdays ago, not this Saturday, Saturday before last. Okay. Also, this episode was covered on Dateline's podcast. So if you're not going to watch, you could listen to their podcast version. Uh, So this is hosted by Dennis, who is more than enough. Mm -hmm. It aired on November 16th, 2018. I'm guessing that's why we didn't cover it, because it was around Thanksgiving maybe last year. I don't know why we didn't cover it. Season 27, episode 8. First of all, Dennis talks about... Two two ten year olds. Yeah. I feel like Dennis has a real appreciation for the art of ballet. I think that Dennis has a real appreciation for the arts, period. Yeah, absolutely. I think he likes arts and culture a lot. He's an arts and culture guy. I could see that. So Lloyd uh Nerotter has daughters no, who do ballet. Near Nyrider. Nyrider. That looks N- like narrator. Yeah. Has daughters who do ballet. And mm-hmm. he would, this was so interesting to me right away how they describe it that he would do the girl's hair at the, you know, ballet hair is like has to be very perfect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they try to make it look really pretty. It's like ballroom dancing on baby ballroom, like hairspray, yeah. the whole nine pins. Right. It's, it's an art. It's an artwork. It's a tight, high bun. Yeah. Yeah. But if you can make it fancier for performances, that's impressive. If you're allowed to. Maybe you're not allowed to. I think most of the time what they'll do is put in a headpiece. They'll keep the Mm. hair in that same style, but they'll put in something that clips over. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like uh, the sugar plum fairies have like a a glittered feather that goes over their head sometimes. So he doesn't do the girl's ballet hair at home. He would do it at the studio. And then all the other moms are so impressed that this... This dad who's so actively involved is doing the hair and he gets all this attention. And Dennis asks if he does it with skill and art, which I'm sure he did. But that kind of it rubbed me the wrong way right away. 100 percent. I don't I didn't take my notes are kind of weird on this. I did only things that stuck out to me. And that's the first thing, because I was thinking how irritating that was. Honestly, it's really show offy. Yeah. And it's just because he wants the attention. It's it's yes. not about you. This is about your girls, but you're making yeah. it about you by doing their hair there. It'd be so yeah. much easier to do it at home. Uh-huh. And he liked being the, oh, you're the dad. You're so involved. Exactly. Oh, and it, the mom it, it, is a stay-at-home mom. She just doesn't always come to ballet. So it's not like she's not doing her part, you know? like No, he wants the attention. I'm sure yes, anything that's out in the, the world, attention. and she's like, no, I want my girls to shine. And he's like, well, they can shine, but I want to shine too. Yes, absolutely. Um, so Lloyd was eccentric and the center of attention. He married Michelle, and she homeschools the kids. They were high school sweethearts, and they married at 20, which usually works out on Dateline. What are the percentages on that? I think they're... I think that they've showed if you get married under 25 that the 
likelihood of divorce is a lot higher. But then if I you, could be making that up, but I don't think I am. But then I do meet couples that are legit high school sweethearts. Yeah. But I do think that if you ask high school sweethearts, they will say that it's been work. Yeah. Oh, because I'm you sure. change so much. So, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah you I do. Think... And if you don't change together, we should do a marriage counseling. Sure. I'm solely single. You're completely qualified and yeah. I am more than qualified. So it's great. <laughs> We're doing good. So they have three girls and uh, it was really hard. He had to move away to get work and they eventually divorced. The oldest went to stay with Lloyd and Carrie and the youngest stayed with mom, which I thought was very interesting. Are we getting the oldest and the youngest names? I don't feel no, like we we're are. we're specifically not getting the youngest name. They just call her the youngest. I think that's for her protection. Um, Got it. Because she's a minor. So we're not getting... she was when this happened. We're not getting Marsha or Cindy. We're only getting Jan. Jan is our star of this episode. Yeah, middle child. Sure, Carrie. Jan. Okay. She's dating a guy. His name is... George. George, George Glass. Glass. They, uh, they would, Carrie, Jan, lives with Michelle, and they would fight a lot. And then mm-hmm. Carrie goes away to college. And then Dennis tells us that this becomes a monstrous story. Something out of a Greek tragedy. That we get monstrous a- twice. Monster, I, monstrous twice. Okay. Something out of a Greek tragedy, yeah. and this is absolutely ghoulish. Ghoulish. We do. We get ghoulish. He's, I wanted it, to say, where'd you get that word, Dennis? Is this a Halloween episode? He, he's got. He's got like Halloween ghoulish. on the brain. Yeah. Maybe yes. it was supposed to be released at end of October and then got pushed. You're right. Monsters, monster mash. He's using. Mm-hmm. You're so right. Yes. That might no, be it. Yeah. So one day, police find Michelle hanging from a banister in the house who finds her well a neighbor coming to pick up the girl it's a neighbor so, coming yes, to do something a neighbor something, comes right? and sees it's kind of a, it actually does seem very halloweenish because the neighbor comes and looks through the door right and, like the window of the door and sees a figure a shadowy figure shadowy figure like what he thinks standing on, on the stairs the stairs perfectly still and not yeah. moving just standing there like full-on Blair Witch project yeah no thank you no thanks. no thank you and it's that's her body that's hanging there it's terrible it's really awful Carrie middle daughter says she had gone home to visit the night before she had had a big fight with her mom and she took her kid sister with her back to college the night before the night when Michelle seems to have hung herself Hanged herself. Mm-hmm. Huh? Hanged. Hung. Hung herself. Sure. thought it was like something that was weird. Like it sounds wrong, but it's right. Hanged? Yeah. Because hanged sounds like done hanged. <laughs> she done hanged herself. Doesn't it? Does. It? it does. So I don't. What about we just go hanged? Like if we were in yeah, Shakespeare. Yeah, no, hanged. She hanged. had hanged. Okay, there you go. She doth hanged herself. She doth hanged. The night that they think that happened is when Carrie took the littlest one out. Which I found strange that she was like, F you, mom, I'm taking my kid sister with me to college. Seems a little strange. But the sister's not that young. The sister's a no, teen. No, she's, she's a teen, yeah. Okay, but yeah, strange. Yeah. So it turns out that the police had been to this house before. In the past two years, there had been a dozen calls to police because of fighting 
between Michelle and the girls, especially Carrie. It sounds a lot like our episode Bad Blood. Yes, it does. With the twins. I forgot about that. Yeah. And then I love that Dennis said, this is a house known to police. <laughs> Dennis pulls out a lot of jargon in this episode. Did you notice? Oh, my God. We Wait till we get to the you know what. I'm sending the scene because Dennis is, he's got some language happening here. He does. So the ex-husband Lloyd said that Michelle had thought about suicide before. And her sister even thought that it was possible in a bad moment. Usually everyone's like, no, it's not possible. But they were kind of like, yeah, maybe it was because she was fighting with the daughters. And she had told her friends, if anything happens to me, look after my daughters. (sighs) Which is, we always hear, if anything happens to me. But usually it's like, avenge my death. Or he did it. But it's like, look Mm -hmm. after my daughters. So that kind of implies maybe she would think about killing herself. And it wasn't like, find who did it. Well, do you think that Lloyd's story was true? That Because he said that there was something about her in high school having a suicide pact. And I just feel like that's a weird... I don't feel like you can use that as that somebody at 45 right. is suicidal because in high school they were being super dramatic and right. had a suicide pact. That's a great like, point. That's not the same thing. Yeah. So her friends, though, she has these two great friends, great interviews, props to really them. Good. They didn't really wear anything friends. weird. They didn't look... They looked great appropriate and they were and they seemed to like each other and they really loved michelle and they gave us a really good actually pretty much all of the interviews in this i liked i'm not yeah like i like everyone we get yeah so the one friend says they don't think it was a suicide um she becomes kind of jessica fletcher and she googles how women kill themselves and it's only nine percent hanging Mm-hmm. I mean, that was even a lot for me. I still, I thought that was a lot. I would have thought it yeah, was lower. Yeah, that seems high. But it brings me back to mystery on mansion. Mansion, mystery, ocean yeah. drive. Ocean drive, mystery mansion. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The mystery mansion, the dream mystery mansion on ocean drive Yeah, by the beach is mm-hmm. that woman that was found hanging naked and she was bound. No, thank you. Mm-hmm. I don't think she did it. I still don't. And now I even don't hearing the statistics. No, she didn't do it. She, I don't think she did it. And she wrote that weird thing on the door. No. Also, there's a couple of things in this, and I'm sure you're getting to it, but the rope was the giveaway for me when I saw the rope. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know a lot about... I haven't done anything, a lot of research really, on, but... on anything, period. I don't know a lot, period. Mm-hmm. But I especially don't know a lot about like doing research into suicide, but I would, I would not use a rope like that. It's like a thin nylon cord. I think that it's more like when you think of that, you think of the rope in Clue, right? Right. Yeah. So you think of this thick sort of rope, not a very thin, because you're looking, it's because of what it, how you're killing yourself. You're trying to snap something. So you'd need a thick rope, not I don't know. In prison, they do it with their like shoelaces, shoelaces, their ties. But if you're, that's if you're desperate in a house with a garage, you maybe have something better. It just seems that you would not use something like... It, it seemed fake. That's yeah. what I'm going to say. Yeah, yeah, when I saw the rope. So there's also no note. And Michelle w- had a master's in literature. So she would have written a note, which I get. I totally get what they're saying. But I also thought it was funny because if you're about to kill yourself, you're probably not thinking about how to best use your education skills. No, I think they're more saying that like she was really wordy. 
Like that was something she probably wrote a lot in birthday cards. Like there's two types of people, right? The people that write a ton in cards and the people that write nothing. I write very little. I write, I usually take up more than my share of the card and my coworkers get angry at me. Correct. And you were an English major. Yes, that's true. So I think it's coming coming naturally, right? So yeah. she would, they would say that she would definitely want to write something and leave something for her girls so they would understand. Yes. But what was the mom's reaction? Um, her mom, Jeannie. Her mom didn't think that she was suicidal. For some reason that got me. It got me. It got me a little in the heart. Really? When the mom, when the mom said... That she got the call that, oh, she killed herself. And she said, no, she didn't. Yeah. No, she did not. Yeah. And it was just that knowing that the mom did. And I was like, oh, yeah, ah, what a horrible phone call, number one. And then to know that that's not true mm. and to feel like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Lee. Now, Lloyd meets with the police in their car. The camera's on him in the front seat. What thoughts? What's your what was your well, gut reaction to this? He open we open our Lloyd moment in the police car with Hi I'm I'm always careful about how I approach a car. And he has this very uh fake way about him. Yeah. That's sort of how he talks, like this, like I'm talking like I'm almost in a TV show. Yeah. Like that. He's very gregarious, overly friendly, and personable in a fake way. Yeah, really phony. And then We'll get to fashion police, what his shirt says. But <laughs> if I was going to talk to the police, I would I, I'd wear a button down, probably. I just, you know, I don't think I would wear the T-shirt. Well, I, it depends if they just came to his house and they were like, come outside and talk to us. You might be in your bathrobe. Oh, that's true. He probably weren't like, meet us at the, at the Kenny Rogers Roasters. He right. wasn't like going to a parking lot. Okay, yeah, you're right. So he, yeah, he says, I'm very careful about how to, you know, approach a car, haha, you know. And then he's also very, like, polite to the officer that's sitting in the back seat. Like, do you mm-hmm. need to move up a little? You know, are you, am I sitting okay? It's just. It's too nice. You just lost your wife. Yeah. It's too nice, And Lloyd. so like, too happy. Too yeah. upbeat. It's not. And you think police can't see, a, like, a kiss A when yeah. they uh-huh. see one? I think they can. Uh-huh. So he says they were fighting over custody of their youngest daughter. And Michelle was unstable. He had heard horror stories of her erratic behavior from her daughters. Then I noticed he's still wearing a ring on his left ring finger. What is that about? He's playing with it. He's fiddling with it the Uh whole time. He's holding his hand up and he's swirling it around his finger. But they are divorced at this time and had been for a bit. Had they been actually divorced? Yes. Because if they're still doing custody... They're still working out custody because of all the fights and the police, and he's still paying, like, child support and stuff. Sorry, but does that mean that they're not actually divorced? No, I think Dateline said they got divorced Hmm. after he moved to New Jersey to look for work. They fought, and then they got divorced. What hand is it on? Is it on the actual... Left. Hmm. So it is his wedding ring, for sure. I think so. I, di- I don't... Is he trying to show that he still cares, cares about her? Yeah, that's my thought, too. Or was it just unintentional that he's just always worn it? And was it just an un... Like a, right. I thought he had gotten also, remarried or something. That's what I was like. What? How, why is he wearing a ring? Because I thought this was done, you know? So they're sitting in these close quarters in the car. And I... Couldn't help thinking that this would lead us to our new segment of the show that I want to start doing. What do we think he smells like? 
Oh, that's good. I have another segment for later. So we're going to have all new segments I in love the show. It. What do we think he smells like? I don't okay. think he's, I don't want to say manly enough to use Duke Cannon, but it's more like manly men that use Duke Cannon don't have to try to be manly. They just are confident in themselves. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm not trying to get into like male stereotypes or masculine toxicity. Naturally, you're not. I don't think he's confident in himself enough to use Duke Cannon. Tell me about Duke Cannon. So Duke Cannon knows that beards deserve their own stocking. And stockings are hung from the chimney with care and power tools. Uh Uh-huh. My brother is super hard to shop for, so I'm getting him some of these products. They have this Jingle Booze gift set. And yeah, exactly. it's only $15. And it's filled with like booze inspired premium soaps that don't smell like booze, but they're inspired by booze. And my brother loves like fancy drinks and he likes feeling fancy. Love it. He's searching for a girl. Ah, he's single. Ah, uh, single ready to mingle. Single ready to jingle with his jingle booze. <laughs> they also have proper cologne, which is mm-hmm. a subtle natural scent enhancer to be discovered not announced which i love Ah. because i hate when it's too strong and you're like smacked in the face with it which i kind of feel like lloyd might do and it's very off-putting so this is made from naturally derived fragrance oils crafted in small batches housed in modern apothecary style bottles my brother is going to love that something else that they do with their colognes is they do solid colognes which is actually Oliver's favorite. We've been shopping for solid colognes for him. So he was really excited when Duke Cannon became our sponsor because he knew exa- he knew all about it. Solid colognes. They're great too because you can travel with them. So they're in little tins, but oh. they last forever. The solid colognes are amazing. So definitely check those out too. I'm getting one for my brother. Mm-hmm. And Duke Cannon's really cool because 5% of net profits are donated to causes benefiting veterans and active duty military, which I think is Mm -hmm. really, really cool. Also, because I've been known to cry when I couldn't find a parking spot at the mall, just happened a couple days ago, I will be shopping online. So you can visit DukeCannon.com and use the promo code DATELINE for 15% off your entire order and free shipping with orders over $35. But if you want to be like Duke Cannon and be brave and not scared of all the people like I am, you can go to Target because their products are in Target. Yeah. I'll probably be going online though. DukeCannon.com. Use promo code DATELINE for 15% off your entire order. I'm going to get the Best Sister Award, I think, this year. I think you definitely are. Also good stocking stuffers for people who are doing stockings. Oh, good idea. We don't do those. I don't. We could start. So try out Duke Cannon, everybody. So the cop on the scene doesn't like the suicide angle right away. He doesn't like the position of the rope. She had scratches on her face. Her Mm -hmm. bed is pushed out of place. And there's a spot on the wall that looks like blood. So he thinks there was a struggle. Does it look like blood to you? It was reddish. It's hard. It's a navy blue wall. It's a dark blue wall. And so I'm kind of like, ah. But also, why wouldn't, if somebody else did it, why wouldn't they clean that? It was in the middle of the wall. I have so many questions about, you are so dumb. Like, why? Yeah, we're going to get there. Yeah. So Dennis says, what about about the one-armed man? So the one-armed man theory doesn't really fit here either. He just slips it in. He slips in the one-armed man. Dennis, your references are delightful. God, I love him. And if I still could insert clips... I would insert Harrison Ford saying, I didn't kill my wife. Yes. 
No, I would do the other one. I would do search for every outhouse, farmhouse. Oh, yeah. Outhouse, landhouse, farmhouse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Tommy Lee Jones yeah. yeah. That is such a good, that is a good, he nails that. Yeah, he, he does. That I got to watch amazing. that one again. Yeah. I like that. So, oh, it has Celia Ward in it. Oh, I, f- I love her. I forgot it has her I in it. I forgot it is She her. is so good. I got to rewatch that movie. Where is that movie? I'll find it. And apparently there was a TV show because the last time we mentioned it, like two years ago, people Mm -hmm. were like, you know, there's a TV show. No, we didn't know. But thank you for telling us. And now we know. We do know. And I don't have time. I don't have time if it doesn't have Harrison Ford. I can watch the movie, but I can't. I don't have time to commit to it. If they don't say every outhouse, egg house, barn house, farmhouse, greenhouse, outhouse. Townhouse. Pancake house. <laughs> International pancake house. <laughs> Bring him in. You think that's in the bloopers? I hope so. That's what I want. Commonly known as IHOP. It's called an IHOP. <laughs> Listen up. <laughs> so Michelle and her mom were estranged. That's another thing that was very sad. Is like they had not been oh, speaking God. because Lloyd had put a wedge between them. He was controlling and arrogant. We've seen this before. This is like master manipulator stuff where you get in, you get between the person and their family. And so, like we've seen datelines where they have to be on the call if they're calling, yeah. like they have to be listening. Like it's weird stuff like that. Step away. Do not. This is not normal. Now, but ten years they didn't talk. Yeah, that's terrible. But I don't understand. That was. I really liked the mom. I really liked Jeannie, by the way. Yeah. But the way that she talks about it is like, she says that you know when you normally have a huge fight and then you guys don't talk because it's this big blow up. She said it was, and you hang up the phone and don't talk for years. It wasn't like that. It was like one day she just stopped calling. Mm. Do you think Lloyd lied to her? Oh, de- I possibly, yeah. Like made up a thing that, oh, uh-huh. well, your mom really blah, blah, blah. Yeah. What a or he gave her an ultimatum and said, don't, t- you can't talk to your mom anymore. And for some reason, she went along with it. He likes ultimatums. Spoiler alert. Barf. Yeah. So he would, this is the creepiest part when the way he would discipline Mm. the daughters, he would snap his fingers and they would line up like soldiers. That's Captain Von Trapp thing before Maria came along and loosened him up dancing in the, in the gazebo. That's Liesl. No, they dance too. Oh yeah. That's something good song. Uh Uh-huh. I love Christopher Plummer. She has confidence in sunshine. We all do. There's that movie where he plays the Getty. And I want to see that one. The Getty? Sorry, the famous Getty guy. Um, (laughs) Like he plays the Getty Museum. He just stands there. He has pictures (laughs) painted on him. And he charges a lot for parking. That's great. I I do want to see that movie. I was just reading an article about it. So he would make the kids kneel with their noses Mm. to the wall, with their hands behind their backs like they're about to be executed. That's Blair Witch Project. That's creepy. I did not like that. And the sister, her, Michelle's sister is telling us about that. Yes. Right? The, the blonde with the Kristen Bell hair. Yes. It's creepy. That was really scary. It, but also, why, did they say something? Like, did the sister intervene and be like, Michelle, that's, I'm none of this sure is okay. I'm sure she tried to. I'm sure, I'm sure she, she tried too. to. And then she mm. had runs the risk of getting isolated like the mom was. It's. I think it's a really difficult thing to watch someone discipline their kids and then criticize them uh-huh. and then be like, "You're this is terrible." Uh huh. 
So the mom goes through Michelle's papers after she passed away, and she sees how bad the abuse was because there's documentation. He verbally abused her. He had gotten the kids on her his side against Michelle. It's mm-hmm. like really twisted. But he has an alibi for that night. He told the police he drove to help Carrie move into her college dorm. And then he stayed in a hotel all night long and then drove home the next day. And he but has- not dorm, apartment. College apartment housing, maybe. But I think not. I'm assuming there's no roommate. Right. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. No, that's a good point. Or is single dorm. But I think you're right. I think it was like more of an apartment. Single dorm? What's that? Fancy people get that. Who gets single dorm? So he has receipts for everything. Which I think is very suspicious. If you're innocent, you have receipts for nothing because no one saves their receipts from Carl's Jr. Or you maybe have some of your receipts, but you're missing some of the receipts, right? How many receipts do you have in your purse right now? None. I throw them out right away. The only receipts I have are for the post office, for my shipping, for my Etsy shop. Stitches be crazy, crazy with a K, because they have tracking numbers on them. So I have to enter them into the app so people know where their item is. Though everything else, like fast food receipts, I get rid of that because that is my private shame that I want to pretend never happened. So that goes right away in the trash bin. I know you're supposed to keep your receipts for tax purposes and stuff, but I... I keep exactly what you keep, post office stuff. And then if I have something that I think I'm going to make a return, I keep item in bag, yes. receipts in the bag. Yes, Because absolutely. I'm going to never find that receipt no, again unless it. it's in like, the bag. thousand percent. And then I have my recyclable, my reusable grocery shopping bags. Those usually have some have receipts a receipt sca- in the bottom. scattered yes. on the bottom, so, like really old yeah. receipts scattered in the bottom. But I don't yeah. think I have any. I mean... I I put them in the trash thing in my car. So if I needed them, they would be in there. Oh, that's smart. Okay. So he has the receipts for everything. His mm-hmm. cell phone never left the hotel that night. So then the police look at Carrie. She sounds distraught, but the interviewer feels like there's something not right with Carrie, the Jan. Carrie says she went to the house, had a quick fight with her mom, and then took her sister and left. But her cell phone shows that she was at the house for two hours. So the police think that's really weird. Wait, where is the dad living? The dad's living in New Jersey. Yes. He's living away. Yes. Okay, because I couldn't figure out why he got a hotel room to help the daughter move. I was like, why is he getting a hotel room when they live an hour away? Just drive home. Right. No, he lives farther away. Yeah. So the youngest sister says that she woke up to screams and it sounded like someone was attacking her mom. And then Carrie came in and said, mom's upset. We have to leave. And like took mm. her away. And the sister's sleeping on the couch? The sister yes. was sleeping downstairs. On the yeah, maybe on the couch. Was she- they show the couch. Yeah. And they show like a little pair of shoes and some chip bags. Oh. And a blankie. Oh. Hmm. So could Carrie be the murderer? She's very small. And it's mm-hmm. a lot of physical work to stage a hanging of someone Mm -hmm. so did lloyd help her now dennis says that's a monstrous theory so again we've already gotten monstrous dennis now would be the perfect time to insert diabolical no but you didn't do that did you Mm -mm. so they go through the hotel security footage and it shows carrie and lloyd leaving the hotel 
in the middle of the night at 10 p.m. and coming back at 6.30 a.m. Why did they not think about this? Hotels always have cameras. You are so dumb. Yeah, that's really bad. Also, why was he out so long? Did it take him eight hours to stage the crime scene? But he still left blood on the wall and it looked like a struggle? He had eight hours. Wipe that wall. Push the bed in. I feel like they went to Denny's. (laughs) Or they went to IHOP. They they were like, well done. We deserve a, a... Kicking, sticking, slicking barbecue. What's it called? Wait, so because Carrie's gone, right? Carrie takes the young girl, t- takes um, Cindy yeah. and leaves. Yes. And then, huh. So and he's just there by himself for eight hours. So they didn't meet up for Denny's at all. No, I think they, he was there staging the crime scene, but doing a piss poor job at it. But then the youngest one at no point said, I saw my dad. No, she had no idea what was happening. She was sleeping. She woke up to the screaming. She did hear attacking. But, like, why wouldn't you tell her, don't say that? Well, why wouldn't you come up with a... Another story. Mom really mad doesn't really cover it. No. I think that they thought that would... I think she thought that would cover it. And she would just say, well, my mom was yeah. really mad. But she unfortunately said it sounded like someone was attacking my mom. So this was all a terrible idea because, honestly, what they needed to do was get her out early. Yes. You needed to stage it so that you picked her up at four that afternoon. Mm-hmm. But then where would you take her? Because they both to your apartment. It's but, like your sister. You're hanging out, and you're. It's Carrie your first night help. in your new apartment. Carrie needs to help. So how? Why does she need to help? I don't. I don't know that. I don't know. Okay, I'm just saying. I feel like this plan is done really it by bizarre. Yeah, do it by yourself. You need the moral support of your 19 year old daughter. You jerk. Okay, whatever. I'm he wants to incriminate her, so she won't flip on him. Maybe. Oh it's yeah. It's like a power right. thing. Well, you were there too. So if you mm-hmm. turn me in, you're turning yourself in. Mm-hmm. So police tap both of their phones, Carrie and, this is, and Lloyd. This is my new segment, which is my new segment time. Dennis explains it all. <laughs> because De- they're, again, pumping up the pressure on daddy and daughter. Uh-huh. And Dennis says the tickling the wires. Yeah. And then goes to explain what that is. And earlier he's told us, here's a truism. Cops don't like to be lied to. <gasps> So Dennis Shocking. is doing lots of explaining this episode. So I, I just, I think it would be great. Dennis, Dennis explains it all. He's doing cop talk. Cop, he's, he, he's explaining he loves cop talk. The cop talk. Cop talk with Dennis. He loves the slang too. Like if it's Southern themed, yeah. he'll throw in like a Southern term about the town. Did he miss his calling? Did, was his dad a cop? I don't know. It's a great question. Is one of his best friends a cop? Maybe. These are all questions that I'm he hoping does to love ask Dennis cop, someday. Cop work. He does. When Dennis and I go to IHOP. Why is it all about IHOP in this episode? I don't know. You brought it up. Yeah. Now it's on my brain. And I have one nearby. Get a I'm Grand Slam. That's what it is. I couldn't think of it before. That's Denny's. Darn it. IHOP is the Lin- Lindenberry Swedish pancakes with the Lindenberry syrup. They're oh. the thin little crepey pancakes. And they have oh. this special like, I don't like berry. That. What? I like a hearty pancake. Like you don't like crepes? No, not at all. That's a waste. Or crepe? No. However, you're supposed to say it. As I watched an entire YouTube video on how to pronounce French pastries, I did, I did, I did, because I wanted to know how wrong I was on a lot of stuff. Honestly, no. I watched it really for macaron. I wanted to know. I was like, is it macaron? What's the macaron? Macaron? Am I saying it wrong? I wasn't. It's macaron. I did it. Yeah, but, but do I did you want to be one of those people? 
I don't. I just want to know. Yeah, but you're not going to say it like that because I won't allow it. No, but I can say macaron. Yeah, but if macaron, you, you macaron. can't say I'm going to Guatemala. No, and I can't say macaron. No. I will not say that. And you can't say bruschetta. Yeah. Or tartatan. No. Instead of tartatan. No. Yeah. I will say it like a dumb American for you. Thank you. And for America. everyone in the room. Yeah. yeah. We're Americans. We We're Americans. We, we say things the way we want to. Everybody we say tart else is wrong. <laughs> so uh, they tickle the wires. Yes, Mank has said it before, I think. Yes. And it's it's both titillating and disturbing. Yeah. I don't love it. But the investigator, so the investigator calls Carrie and says he wants to meet with her. And mm-hmm. then Dennis says, so with Carrie's wire tickled. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that. I didn't like that. I didn't appreciate that. I didn't think that that didn't sound right to no. me. No, Dennis. No. So she calls Lloyd and says, the investigator wants to meet with me. And Lloyd says, don't go. Tell him you can't do it. This has all been really hard on you. And then he says, with a chuckle, could you cry? Wow. He totally chuckles at his terrible joke, which is almost a crime in itself. No. I don't. I'm what sorry. I don't have any words. What it's really bad. And they call it they call it the crying lying conversation, right? Yeah. Is that what they coined it? The cops? Oh, boy. Yeah. So the police think Lloyd was the mastermind and that Carrie helped. And then at some point, the FBI are involved. And I didn't I kind of lost the plot there because I heard FBI and did, I was confused. So they pull in both Lloyd and Carrie separately, but at the same time. And right. they tell Lloyd this was a homicide. And they ask him, could your daughter Carrie have done it? And Lloyd is like, um, it's hard to imagine. I I don't think she could do it. But can I picture it? And then pause. the pause that follows pause. this rhetorical question pause. to himself we are going to talk about Lola during the pause because it was that long of a pause. It definitely was. Major brands use a mix of synthetic ingredients in their products, including rayon and polyester, and can be treated with harsh chemicals, cleansing Wait. agents, and fragrances and dyes. Lola products are 100% organic cotton with no added chemicals, fragrances, synthetics, or dyes. Lola subscription is customizable, and you can choose your mix of products, absorbency, how often, you can cancel, you can skip a month. It's really, really easy. And for every purchase, they donate feminine care products to homeless shelters across the U.S. I love that so much. Amazing. I was at my parents' house over the weekend, and they literally never have toiletries in the house. I'll bring a shampoo poo for that my shower and the next time i go there it's gone even though it was almost full because my Hmm. mom compulsively throws away things i don't know she didn't recognize that shampoo it was an imposter shampoo so she just throws it away so she throws out this has got to go this is not what we use deodorant she's gone i've used it once it's gone glasses remote controls we have dug through the trash so many times i can't even tell you for keys for credit cards. So now I have my Lola stuff in my bag because I don't like to be caught off guard. And even if my mom did throw them away, I would just get more the next month. Exactly. Lola has saved me from my mother's compulsive need to throw things out. And for 30% off your first month subscription, visit mylola.com and enter date, dateline, 
30 when you subscribe. That's 30% off your first month subscription by visiting mylola.com, entering date, dateline, 30. Because your period doesn't have to be an exclamation point. (laughs) It can be that or because it's a period, not an exclamation point. (laughs) Get it? Because the exclamation point has a period in it. Her name was Katie. She's proud of her Joe Oaks. She was a marketing genius, and now she's leaving the podcast. (laughs) Hire her at HireKatie.com, because she (laughs) is the marketing whiz of 2020. But order Lola today. (laughs) Thank you, Lola. Thank you, Lola. You can use that. You just got to email me. (laughs) Marketing Katie. Be- Marketing, Marketi. There we go. Oh. Marketing, Marketi, Marketi. Yeah. dot com. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. So back to Lloyd, still pausing at the question: Could he picture his daughter committing murder? And yeah. he finally says, "I can't." But it's so low; it's almost like he said, "I could." Like it's like no energy. I, I, I can't. Like I, I can't. How many times has Lloyd practiced this in the mirror? Because he's, first of all, definitely an yeah. Oscar speech practicer. Yes. Like, no question. 1,000%. He, he's that guy. He's like, he likes attention. Oh, he I don't wants know why. a movie made about this story, and he right. wants David Hyde Pierce to play him. Oh, no, he doesn't. David Hyde Pierce will play him, but who he <laughs> wants to play him, maybe Tom Hiddleston. Yeah. want Tom Hiddleston <laughs> yes, to play him. Tom That's Hiddleston. who he wants. Yes. Not going to get him. No. no, not going to get him. No. So then Dennis starts doing this joke. Did you catch this? He says, like, Lloyd's very bad day at the office. Yeah. And then he says something about Carrie also had a very bad day. And I didn't know if I'm missing something. Is he playing on the My Terrible, Very Bad, No Good Day book? Or is he just tr- being kitschy? Alexander has the terrible, yeah. no good, right? Yeah. And I- Carrie has... They're all going to laugh at you. That's Carrie. Oh, I didn't mean Carrie like that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I was thinking of the no good, terrible day, whatever that But that is. doesn't work with... Very bad day. You I know. did think that, but in my head it was Lloyd. But now that you're saying it, I realize it's Alexander's bad day. Yeah. Terrible, no good, very bad day. No, I, maybe he's just saying they had a very bad day. Yeah, maybe you're whatever. It's just it way works. too much reading into it. Dennis, yeah. mm-hmm. you're adorable. It works either yeah. way. So they talk on the phone after they meet with the investigators. Mm-hmm. And it's it's so like skin crawly to me hearing them talk to each other. It's the tone is very boyfriend, girlfriend. Hi, sweetheart. Yes. How yeah. are you? Not great. Yeah, I'm not great either. Are they very shallow people? I'm just going to say what they've done is so traumatic and large that like the sort of tone that they talk in, it's like they don't feel things very deep. It's like everything's everything's real surface. Yeah. But I also think that they are possibly dating each other. And it's disgusting. Mother boy. Daddy. (laughs) Daddy girl. Yes. It's gross. So Mm. I probably not right. Wait, give me your thoughts. I'm curious if anyone else got that vibe. Just the like, calling, just the calling up, checking in, and then like 
I'm not doing well either. Like normally a dad would say, I'm so sorry, honey, like not make it about him. But he's like, I'm not doing great either. We're both having a rough day, a very no, bad day. Honey. I think he's a, nar- I think he's a complete narcissist, number one. Oh, for so sure. So I think that it's always about him. For sure. It doesn't matter. So I think that might be what you're reading into there because it, it seems. You don't think he's going to say let's Netflix and chill after. I don't. No, because I think let's that like. Let's take a bath together. I feel like he says bath no. a lot. I think like he takes baths. Maybe. I think he takes bubble baths. I think he works at the out at the gym a lot. Yeah. Does he sauna? Yes, I think he saunas a lot. So maybe he goes to baths. <gasps> Group baths. <laughs> Tell us what you think. If you Tell us what you go think to if those. Goes- did you get that vibe that he might be into that kind of thing? Bathing. Bathing. Yeah. So Carrie had sat in her investigators interview and unlike lloyd she caves Mm -hmm. right away yeah first of all crime number one she's sitting with her feet up on the chair with her shoes off why is that a crime it's not she's in a ball she's in the sitting she's in the sitting fetal with her feet with her shoes off i don't know why her shoes are off maybe she's was she wearing flip-flops no they were boots maybe they said can you please not put the boots on the chair (laughs) Put your feet on the chair instead. This is not good etiquette. I'm not sure what she's doing, but she's definitely doing, if I was a body language expert, I would say she's protecting herself, For right? sure. But okay. maybe don't put your sh- feet up on the chair. And I'm not, a, I don't even mind germs or anything. I sit I, like that a lot. Why are we not allowed to sit like that? At like, would you go to like a doctor's office waiting room and sit like that? In someone I else's would- chair? Let me put it this way. If I had to sit in a police interrogation after my mom was killed and I hadn't done it, I would sit like that. If I had done it, I wouldn't. That's what's weird. Oh, interesting. Because you just want to be comforted, right? right. So you'd curl yourself in the ball to make yourself like that. I don't know why she's doing it. I don't think she's smart enough to think it makes her look innocent. Interesting. Unfortunately, yeah. I think she's, I don't. I think she's. Honestly, I, I do think up. she's part victim, too. So Absolutely, she, she is. I do agree with that. Yeah. is maybe naturally sitting like that because she is very vulnerable. Yeah. So she says that her and her dad went to the house that night. And mm-hmm. she went in at the same time. No, wait, that's a lie. She's such a teenager. Like, that's when it really hits you that she's still a full-on teenager when she's like, no, wait, that's a lie. Sorry. You know, the way she talks, it's... Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, my God, it's a murder. And she's just a teenager talking about this. So she went into the house. She scoped it out. And then she came out and he came in and went into the bedroom, the mom's bedroom. And she was like, what are you doing here? And he attacked her. And the mom was screaming, why? So this is probably when Cindy woke up and started hearing stuff. Right. So she says that her dad was drowning in alimony and child support payments. And here we go. He threatened to kill himself unless she helped him kill her mom. That is not what I thought the ultimatum was. What did you think the ultimatum was? I thought it was something between Michelle and he. I thought it was a husband. When I think about multimatums, I generally think about um, a couple. No, right? I, you've never heard of a parent giving a. Well, I'm sure they have, but no, I'll I, kick I you out of the house if you don't break up with your boyfriend. But right. not, I will kill myself and you will be responsible for it if you don't kill your mother. 
it is the most twisted Oedipal. It is a Greek tra- like. It, no, it is. What it's su- and it's, it's supremely again that narcissistic, like sickest. It's that's the sickest thing sick. you could do to a child to say I'm going to kill myself and it'll be your fault, and also you have to kill your other parent. You have to choose me over the other parent, my life or her life. It is that's unbelievable. If if it's Lloyd's choice <laughs> instead of Sophie's choice, Lloyd's choice. If we had something that diabolical and worthy of the word diabolical before this i don't know what it was like and yet again dennis god bless his soul doesn't give us diabolical it's halloween it's monstrous it's monstrous ghoulish ghoulish it is really monstrous it is i love that he said greek tragedy because it's not oedipal but it's another one that i can't think of it's disgusting and it's really sad i don't want to bring this up but i'm going to that he picks the middle child kind of upset me uh-huh. that he picked the Jan. Uh-huh. I just, because when you look at family dynamics of the baby and the oldest and the middle, yeah. like he went for the most vulnerable uh-huh. child yeah. to do this with. And he didn't pick the youngest, who would probably be the easiest to persuade. Right. Right? But it's upsetting. They were fighting. Carrie and the mom were already fighting a lot. So he okay. preyed on that. But they were fighting because he had for years put all the girls against her. Mm-hmm. So... Michelle was at a loss no matter what because she had been poisoned against. So, and the oldest daughter is already living, like already sided with him. So it would have been easy to pick the oldest. So it is really kind of gross that he picked Carrie because she was probably vulnerable and easy to persuade and tricked. It's gross. It's like gaslighting to the 10th thousandth degree. Why did he, I guess we're going to get to this, but I don't understand why he brought her in at all. I feel like this could have been done without bringing in any of the daughters. So I think you're right when you said earlier that he did fully use her as the scapegoat and just in case things went wrong, he wanted someone to blame. Yeah. I I don't know if he thought he hadn't been working out enough at the gym and he did actually need help with it or she was supposed to scope out the scene. But again, don't pick a scope out the scene when the youngest daughter is there. But what, aren't we getting to, like, what exactly she did? She tells okay, us so what she did coming up, right? Come, okay, sorry. She, he came to her with the plan to strangle the mm-hmm. mom. And Carrie's job was to distract the little sister. That's right. Again, and disarm the alarm. It would be so much easier to do it when the little sister wasn't there. So disarm alarm, distract younger sister. What she needed to do was come in the house, again, way earlier that day yeah. and take the sister out. Yeah. So that that would you're right that would have been so much easier. So Lloyd leaves his interview with the FBI candy. I'm assuming they're FBI candy. I can't really see them. And mm-hmm. goes with the police tailing him. He's driving and he drives to the top of a parking garage. He gets out of his car and he sits on the ledge because now he's going to kill himself once again. The ultimatum He's the one that was suicidal the whole time, or pretending to be. He's going to kill himself. He wants to talk to Carrie, and all the police are around, like, don't jump, don't jump. And the police have a standoff negotiation with him for 90 minutes. I want to hear some of it. I do, too. You know that's because Lloyd loves to talk. It's all about him. So he is I was surprised milking. it was that short. I'm yes. just going to say, I was honestly expecting them to say for nine hours, yeah. not 90 minutes. He would milk that for all it's worth. 
he would probably call the press and be like, can we get press here? <laughs> yes. No, absolutely. Yeah, he's that bad. You know, can we get Tom Hiddleston on the line? Um, <laughs> he might just want to do like an actor study while it's actually happening before can he Can I get David Fincher and Tom Hiddleston on the line? Yeah. <laughs> so, and then in a glorious moment, he is oh, God. standing off of the ledge because he really wasn't going to kill himself. I think we all no. know that. So he's standing off of the ledge and one of the homicide detectives runs and tackles him to the ground. It's so good. Give Ricky a raise. I, I'm assuming his name is Ricky. He just bolts in from the side and tackles like enough of this a-hole. He got bro Bye. hugs and pats Boom. on the back. Ricky, well done, bro. Well done. No, he got like a pot roast the next day. They did. They, yes. Everybody brought him like they brought in like tamales yes. from the tamale person. They did like a whole thing. They like were like, we had to talk to this man beast. for 90 minutes. It felt like nine bag. hours. Yeah. He won't this shut n- up. Thank you for bringing it into monster. it. Yeah. He, love it. Good I watched job, Ricky. the tackle like multiple times. So did I. I loved it. I, I was like, good. it so many times. I was kind of hoping that he had broken an arm. Yeah, I wish it I was, was harder. Like, it would have been a little ground. better if he had just been injured. Too. Yes. <laughs> no, because then he'd sue the department and turn it into a whole thing. Probably. And then Ricky would be in trouble. Yeah, no, we he don't want do Ricky right. in trouble. Yeah, that's true. No. He probably tried to say he hurt himself. Oh, f- he faked it. 100% he faked it. I got it. a concussion. Yes. No, you didn't. Uh-huh. So they arrest him and Carrie. About to concuss at you. <laughs> Sorry. They Sorry. arrest him and Carrie, and the family is shocked. Not that he was involved, but that Carrie was involved. Yeah. And the mom, Michelle's mom, refers to him as Jim Jones. I love that. Yeah. The family and friends think that he was a full-on brainwasher since the beginning. They are on trial together. And then Carrie is willing to testify against him, which I was so proud of her. Like, good girl. She yeah. flips on her dad like she pirouetted his smarmy butt. Ooh. Yeah. She was a ballerina. That's a tie. That's a tie-in. Probably that don't really need to good. explain it. Because I really tried to get somewhere with arabesque in the titles. <laughs> And I couldn't, so I'm gl- I'm glad that you got pirouette. I forgot about pirouette. I gotta try now. Okay, go ahead. So she now admits that he had tied the rope, but she had mm-hmm. helped move mom's body. So I guess he did need actual physical help. God Almighty, you- moving your mom's body, like Lloyd. It doesn't matter how mad you are at your mom. Like first of all, it's not exactly untraumatic to see a dead person. Period. Period. And then to have that dead body be the person that brought you into the world, yep. Lloyd. You monster. It's a, it's ghoulish. It is ghoulish. So here we go. This part killed me. His DNA is all over Michelle's bed, even though he had never stepped foot in her new house. Right. You are so dumb. dumb. So speaking of leaving a piece of yourself in your family's house without actually setting foot in their house and not leaving your DNA anywhere in their house in case there's a crime, Skylight is the perfect gift for this. Yes, it is. I want to help my brother decorate his new house because right now it looks like he went into living spaces and bought an entire floor sample and just plopped it into the house. Oh my god, that's the dream though. No, it looks like That's what you do. You walk into living there. spaces and pretend you live there. And you're like, I live here. This is my carafe. <laughs> he has carafes. So he needs things to personalize it. So he goes shopping again he with does. this decorator. 
Bev, who I was first on board with Bev. Now I'm super anti-Bev because my brother starts texting me photos of things that he got with Bev. Wicker balls? There's a pokey ball thing. It has spikes on it. Ask him if he wants me to goodwill it for him. But I'll decorate that house for $100. Also, you accumulate memories over time. You are on vacation or you're with friends and then you buy something and it reminds you of something and it means right. something to you. You don't just decorate it with stuff. So a skylight frame is a perfect gift for him because it's something that, first of all, it changes all the time. When you set up the skylight frame, which is super easy to do, you can do it in under 60 seconds. Once you set it up, anyone who has the email address that's attached to the skylight frame can email him pictures all the time. And none of us have to set foot in his house and our DNA will be there. Because my dad's always saying if something happens to your brother, you're the first one because of the inheritance. We're all fighting over that 1986 Encyclopedia Britannica set. Absolutely. Got to get your paws on that. I do. Don't sleep on that. No. So I can just send pictures to him of things that I think he'll like. And when he brings a girl in, it'll show his personality and that he has friends and family and he has pictures of them. And it's a beautiful frame. And it takes... It really is. They're surprisingly lovely. I thought it was going to look a lot more like an iPad, like sort of like mechanical, but it actually just looks like a really pretty frame. It does. It's beautiful. And Mm -hmm. now as a special holiday offer, you can get 10% off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com and enter code DATE. So 10% off your purchase of Skylight Frame. Go to skylightframe.com and enter code DATE. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E.com, promo code date. Thank you, Skylight. Give a memorable gift this holiday, guys. It's beautiful. Thank you, Skylight. So at trial, Lloyd pleads guilty. He says he was the master manipulator. He admits it. I think he's proud of it now. Like now he can say how great he was and how he abused Michelle and brainwashed the girls. And Tom Hiddleston's going to be in the movie. And I feel like I need to put a trigger warning here. If anyone has a weak gag reflex but you might want to skip ahead this part got me the password to all his devices all his accounts yeah it is all my girls love me that's a first of all unbelievably long password a i said there's no numbers it's not strong enough b way too long of a password is that are the l's ones how do you do it is there a capital in there Because you need to usually put a capital. Also, I want to bring Jim Jones back from the dead so he can brainwash me until I've forgotten that I heard that password. All my girls love me. Yeah. And we take baths together. Sentences are good, actually. And no one else would have that as their password, so they wouldn't guess it because it's gross. Oh, man. Uh, He's so all about him. It's disgusting. Yeah. Lloyd is sentenced to life without parole. And Carrie only gets one to three years because she yeah. was brainwashed. And because she didn't actually kill her. I think in like jail time is fine, some jail time. But I think more than that, she just needs like severe therapy. I wish we had a better help at because she needs all the therapists yeah. in the world to get rid of Lloyd being her dad. Because also, how do we know he's not still controlling her in prison? Like, is he able to write her letters from his prison? Yeah, but I think that maybe she cannot accept them or not read them. And I'm sure that's something that she's working on with her therapist. And also what we find out right now that the family's kind of doing makes it 
better because you see that they're they're trying to rehabilitate her with other members of the family. Right. Which is so the important. friend that had promised Michelle, I'll watch out for your daughters if anything happens to you God. is now visiting Carrie in prison, which like mm-hmm. kind of broke my heart, but it's so nice. I just feel really bad for oh God. But she said it was hard. Her and Jeannie, the mom, says, like, I don't know how to deal with Carrie. She yeah. killed my daughter. So yeah, the mom is actually very conflicted and yeah. she doesn't As forgive. You, would be. you totally would be. She doesn't and I thought it was cool that she mentioned that on Dateline, that she was brave enough because most people say, I've forgiven her, I know my daughter would forgive her. And she's like, No, I have conflicting feelings about Carrie. Because she killed my daughter, but she's a victim, too. And then we have our least favorite thing is when they say, well, I think my daughter would want to forget, would forgive her, like, in heaven. She didn't say that, She doesn't say it. She surprises me. And she says, Mm -hmm. I think she would want Carrie to take responsibility for what she did. And I thought, I was like, wow, what? There we go. And that's what she's doing. Mm Mm-hmm. I think that's really good. And it also shows what a good mom Michelle was, how hard that is. Absolutely. Gosh. Yeah. But I do feel bad for the friends. The the friends that are just like, what? The friend that said she would take care of the girls. I. So where are the girls living? I where don't... is the youngest living? She's probably 18 by we... now. So I don't know. Or no, this yeah. like just happened. She's maybe 17. I don't know. Maybe she's living with another family member or the oldest daughter. Maybe. Or maybe with Jeannie. We didn't... I mean, I think they were trying to keep them out of it, and rightly so, but... Oy. Yeah, it's... Ugh. Um, so, if I just... Thank you guys for listening to this Dennis is on Fire episode. And uh, this episode is dedicated to Holly S. and Madison S. They are not related, but I can't reach them. I've been trying to reach you, girls, but I still love you. All my girls love me, and I think... <laughs> <laughs> all us how about all us girls love you all, there's two of us all us girls k and k love you that's our password for everything and um <laughs> we just love you holly and madison thank you so much for thank you for your, your support supports. we really appreciate it. we couldn't do the show without you seriously so thank you um i think we need to do an a category that is our own dundies each week this is inspired by oh. your Thanksgiving present that you got from Melissa from Moms and Murder. Hopefully she's gotten it by now. It's brilliant. I hope so. And she should have gotten it. She may not have been to her post. She office said box she's yet. going. She told me she was going. So like a worst dad ever, Dundee. Um, worst interrogation room etiquette goes to Carrie for putting her feet on the chair. Yeah. Best Jessica Fletchering goes to the friends, I think. And most likely to act like a Lloyd would act Lloyd, to be named How Lloyd. How about driest cops I've ever seen on Dateline? Yes. We did not talk about it in the recap, but these police officers, wow. It was like no emotion. And you're talking to Dennis. How do you and turn ta- Dennis it off? Is Dennis is delightful. Laying out the cop speak, and they are they're switched off. I was so grateful when the district attorney came in because he was animated. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, good. Bring him in. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. I like him. He's good. Uh-huh. But these co- they were so deadpan. Yeah. It was unbelievable. They wanted to be professional. And then they hear Dennis saying things like tickling. <laughs> they, they didn't know what to do with that. <laughs> they don't know how to handle it. Most likely to best? be more than enough. Dennis. 
um, best mom hair I've seen in a minute, yeah. Jeannie. Yeah. Jeannie had a good haircut yeah. and str- really pretty coloring. Loved like it. Like Jeannie's hair a lot. And best sister hair. Yes. We had cute Kristen Bell hair uh-huh. on the younger sister of Michelle. Yes. Good, good family hair there. Yes. Whatever's going on. Um, B-roll Bonanza. Yeah. There's Michelle's mom is walking in like a vineyard. Did she catch that? Uh, no, I did not catch She's that. She's walking by the rows of the grapes being harvested. It was very interesting. Um, oh. And then there's a photo they keep showing of Carrie and Lloyd posing with a statue of maybe Alexander Hamilton, like one of the founding fathers. And oh Lloyd my. has his his arm up on the shoulder of the statue like they're bros. Right. Like he's because he's a man among super, men. Yes, he's a super cool. He's, he's so proud. He's among giants, <laughs> men like him. Yes. Did you see the horrible picture at them at, with Michelle and uh, and he at the wedding? This is when he has the long hair because we see long, the pictures of Lloyd greasy with the long hair, hair. like a community yeah. theater actor, like Snape, Snape hair. Yes. And then he's he's at the wedding and he's got this smirk on. Yes. And there's these like wine glasses. And he's like, Wah. I wrote exactly every photo of Lloyd is him smirking. Yeah. He doesn't want to smile, so he smirks, which makes him look repugnant and, like, really pretentious. Picture that smirking face saying, all my girls love me, and try not yeah. to throw up in your mouth. Right. It's disgusting. Um, I, mm. Did you have any titles? I did not have any titles. I do have titles, but I have fashion police, more oh, importantly. Oh, go for it. Yes, please. Uh, um, so what I wanted to talk about was... There's two ways that dads can go, and sometimes they do a combination. But most of the time, we have dad core, which is you know shirts tucked in, long khaki shorts, socks. Again, and sandals, I like highly that. recommend the Instagram account Fashion Dads. Yes, hilarious. And, but then you also have dad trying to be hip. Mm. So Lloyd is in that category because in most of the p- later year pictures, when his hair is short, he has this black leather jacket, and I'm not even entirely sure that it's actual leather. So <laughs> I don't know, um, but it might not. It might be because he seems to have it for many years. And what the fake leather tends to do is peel up. Right. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Yeah. It does that peely leather thing. But again, um, the animals are safe. That's true. So dad trying to be hip is what he and it drives me crazy because he does not succeed. Because it's this slim-fitting leather jacket. And I'm like, what? You're, you're a dad of three girls in your, like, hipster jacket. And that's what bothered me about when he gets into the, the cop car and he's wearing the shirt, that's, the T-shirt that says, Tuxedo Optional. Is that that's what, what it says? his T-shirt says. Yes. That's why I was irritated. Tuxedo I was like, it's Optional? Not, it's not clever. It's just not funny. I don't even get it. What are you trying to say? Like, you're so suave that... You don't need a tuxedo or every event you go to, it's like James Bond, like you're going to fancy black tie weddings all the time. It sounds like I feel like we have a double standard because I think we make fun of people when they're in the like tank tops and shorts or whatever, you know, the dads that just like whatever that. But I don't this mind is that when the dads have dad core because my dad dresses dad core. That's because you're the you're that's the pr- you're the pride of being a dad, yes. right? Like that's go for it. Yes. You get to wear that stuff. And also... I don't know. It's kind of charming and cute, but I don't think we normally make fun of it. So I'm hoping we don't. But this particular brand that Lloyd's doing, I don't trust. I don't like. And now that I know how horrible he is, like, it makes it a hundred times more annoying. Uh Uh-huh. Monstrous. I know he wore that shirt to ballerina class and pointed it out and was like, (laughs) get it, ladies. Isn't that funny? Probably. Or did he brag about where he got his shoes? He probably had a series of them. You know, he probably had, like... I'm sure he had a shirt that said, my girls are on point. Oh, 
God, yes. Proud and then it has, ballet like, dad. Yeah. Proud ballet dad. Yeah. Also, look, ballet is I don't I don't want to besmirch it, but ballet is like a super discipline, right? Like Incredibly. Which makes sense because he was so disciplined with the girls. Yeah. At home in that really gross, scary way. And I was really worried. They didn't talk about it, but I was really worried about the food issue, I have to say, when I saw the girls oh, and stuff. And I was like, mm-hmm. and then I saw how thin Lloyd was. And I was like, I really Does hope. he count their calories? I really hope he doesn't. But I have a feeling that there was some terrible food stuff happening in that house. I think he monitored their food. Like, I'm just going to say it. I think you're totally so, and right. And I think a big part of the problem is that Michelle does not do that. And that's probably uh-huh. why Michelle and Carrie would fight. Too, because Uh that's what moms want their daughters to be healthy. Or this Uh mom did. Yeah, this mom. I've seen moms be that way, too. Correct. But I think Lloyd was that way. But I think dad was that. I think dad was stage dad. Titles. Titles. I didn't have an Agamemnon was the other one I was trying to remember. Agamemnon. There we go. (laughs) I don't have a title for it. I just remembered it. So I was so proud. That's good. What about Lloydstown? Is that a Jonestown? Okay. Lloydstown. Love um, it. Love it. I wrote the Jan Brady syndrome. I wrote Daddy's Darling. Uh, I wrote uh, um what? Ew, it's gross. I know. All I my wrote girls idiot, love me. idiot on a bridge. I wrote um <laughs> live, laugh, lying and crying. And then I wrote <laughs> on point end pointless crime. Uh then I wrote f- the final position. Oh. Instead of first, second, third. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Which Uh, I thought was too, a little sad. But then, here we go. The ultimatum, colon, matriciding with the father. She sided with the dad. (gasps) Yes. In the ultimatum. So Uh matriciding with the father. That's good. That's very, I get it now. I get that. Or matriciding with her father. I don't know. Either one works, but that's what I did. I love it. I had a lot for this one. No, it's so good. Um, Any tweets? No, because this was an old episode. Oh. People don't tweet about the Saturday night episodes? Oh, no, wait, wait. I apologize. Hold your horses. All right. Because I did have a couple things. From last week, the Premonition Sisters. What are those sisters? The the psychic sisters of Pennsylvania. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the Thompson I, twins I or posted yeah. that photo of them with the soup Nazi. And she says the spirit orb is over his left shoulder. Do you see it? Like, ooh. But then Tracy on um, Facebook pointed out that it's actually over his right shoulder. So they didn't even get it right in their... Hey, don't make fun of that. <laughs> in their that's a real. That's a real thing. It's got a dislike of something when you don't know left from right. She tries. It's a dis... Oh, there's like a name for it? Oh, yeah. It's a whole syndrome. It's oh. like an eye thing. Is it? Um, yeah, it's like then, a mind brain thing. Okay, so this is going to make you really, really happy. So Nikki actually worked in the same office as John Lewin, our repeat offender that you see. You're looking at me like you're crazy. That, that you I never know John recognize. Lewin. Yeah. So and? she said, even in person, he has a very forgettable face, and he. It took. Nikki several times of seeing him on Dateline before she realized it was the same person she worked with. What's that called? It's That's got to be a syndrome. It has to be That's a, syndrome. a thing. It's got to be called like it's forget a face. It's the opposite of face blindness, but because yeah. you have it, your face. Forget a face. Yeah. For- forget a face. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. So I thought that would make you happy. It's not just you. I No, it's great. It's also going to be my new Instagram account where I talk about makeup. Forget a face. <laughs> 
It's good. I like it. Are you announcing right now you're doing the makeup Instagram? I am, but I haven't. So if people want to talk makeup with me, I'm going to do a separate Instagram so that Kimberly doesn't have to field questions. I love it. Um, I just haven't figured out what to call it. I'm trying to think of something incredibly clever. Nothing incredibly clever has come to me. It will come and we'll That's let you a lot know of pressure. what it is. Yeah, it is. You're <laughs> telling me I'm doing it. I'm trying to do it. It's not going well. Uh, I've come up with a lot of weird things. Are you going to take suggestions? Yeah, I'm open to suggestions if anybody has any suggestions. Unless I come up with a really good one before this episode comes out. Okay, you have until Wednesday, people. No, you won't have heard this. No, you have until Friday. You have until Friday. You have until Friday. Wednesday to Friday, you can send me suggestions for Katie's makeup Instagram where you can talk to her about makeup. If you've got one, because I, yeah, because I'm going to put stuff up and then I'm going to put pictures up of stuff. Oh my God, this is so exciting for discussing i love it um so thank you everybody for listening follow us on instagram and twitter and facebook and please 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 leave us a review on apple podcasts because like five percent of you listeners have left a review and it i know it's annoying and it takes time out of your day but it's really quick if you just write something and leave us a little star and no just say just say five stars it's okay it's okay don't need, okay. but but the yeah. five stars and the comment, just any comment will really help. So, thank and you. And if you com- if you do five stars and comment, live, laugh, love, we'll know you're doing it after yes. this episode. Please. So if you just do live, laugh, love, K and K, then we'll know. <laughs> we'll know what's up. And I like that. I like secret messages. I'm looking for those, you guys. <laughs> That'll be fun. And uh, <gasps> don't watch alone. Ooh, I watch with. Don't watch alone. Watch at your local IHOP. <laughs> Grand Slam. Oops. No, I did not it wrong Grand again. Slam. Lindenberry. No, no one Try does. the Lindenberry. I don't even know if they still have the Lindenberry. I, I know they have like holiday cakes this time of year that are like pumpkin and probably cherry pie pancakes. They go for it. They go for it at IHOP. Like they do. It's not really pan. It's like dessert. I think I it's prefer like a- Denny's because I like multiple plates of multiple things. I don't know if you can do that at IHOP. I have to look into their seasonal like, menu. I'll I let you know. all the right, eggs, you can do, all the hash right, browns, all the, thing. All the yeah, potatoes, all the, toast. I, I want lots of toast. I feel like IHOP mirrors Demi, Denny's. Yeah. So I do feel like they probably have something like that, but it's probably mostly sweet. So it's more my fare than yours. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll have to go this this month. Yeah. I'd, I'd like that. Okay. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye, Thank everybody. You. Bye.